We're going to dive right into the Word. Like I said, we're in this series. It's our vision series. If you had put up that blue flyer, I would greatly appreciate it, the PowerPoint. Uh, that's our motto right there. If you're new, and I know there's some new folks, and so thankful that you uh, are joining us. Uh, our motto is, say this with me, to be a people after God's own heart. Go, go, go with me. To be a people after God's Okay, 100%. Here we go. Try it again. To be a people after God. Wonderful. And we believe that that's going to happen through four ways. Number one, know God. Will you say that with me? Know God. Number two, find freedom. I preached on that last week. I believe that so, though we're Christian sons and daughters, we belong to God, yet we struggle with freedom. I think people are free. They just don't know it. And so you are free. And so find freedom. Next one, discover. Here we go. Try it again. Discover purpose. And the last one, make a difference. Today, I'm going to talk to you about discover purpose, discovering your purpose. We believe that not the only way, but the primary way to discover your purpose here at Heart of the City Church is through Growth Track. You just saw like 15, 16, 17 people that went through Growth Track that's joined the church. And uh, I want to talk to you about that today. Once again, it's the primary way, but not the only way that we feel like people will discover their purpose. Today, I want to talk to you about uncover, recover, and discover. Because some things is not just about discovering, it's about uncovering what's already there. I want you to turn to something, a beautiful scripture in the Bible. We're going to get to it in just a minute. If you have your Bibles on your phones, iPads, however you have it, if you'll turn to Romans 8, 28, we're going to, we're going to touch bases on that uh, just for a minute. It's so important. There's every son and daughter in here, every son, and if you're a believer, by the way, if you're not a believer, you're going to have an opportunity to meet Christ today. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. So he wants to touch your life, no matter your background, where you're coming from. If you are a son and daughter, I want to let you know today that God has a very specific purpose for your life. Not just you as a family, though you may have a purpose as a family. Not you and your wife, though you may have a purpose. But I'm talking about you individually, like DNA and like your fingerprint. You have a specific purpose from God to you that he wants you to operate in. A call and a, a purpose. Sometimes those purposes need to be uncovered. They need to be discovered. They need to be recovered. And we're going to talk about that because Growth Track is a wonderful way to do that. And Growth Track has many roots to it. I hope to tie it all in today so you understand a little bit more where I'm coming from when it comes to this purpose. But I want you to understand today that you have a specific purpose that God wants you to fulfill. Romans 8.28, if you're there, just smile at me. Good, good, good. That's some frowners, but we got some smilers. <laughs> frowners must have forgot their Bibles, right? Here we go. No, just teasing. 828, you ready? And we know that all things, say that with me, all things. All things. All things. It's, it's a beautiful a promise. A lot of people use this scripture, quote it, declare it, stand on it, and you should. Because it says, we know that all things work together for the good, say that with me, for the good, which is a wonderful thing, to those who love God 
And to, to those who are, and I want you to really focus on a couple of words today. Here's the first one, called. Say that with me, called. According to, listen, his purpose. Everyone say, his purpose. I didn't say my purpose. I didn't say your purpose. I said his purpose. We're called according to his purpose. So it's his purpose. And where does this purpose come from? Where did this call come from? When did you receive this purpose and call from God? We're, we're just going to keep reading a few scriptures. Verse 29. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined. Say that word, word with me, very important word, predestined. To be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many believers, moreover whom he predestined, these he also called. Those he predestined, he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, he also glorified. I need you to do something right now. I need you to give me your best ear. Do I have your best ear? Maybe both of them, which is fine too. But I need at least your best ear because I want you to hear this. The purpose and the call that God gives you he gives it to you before you are in your mother's womb. He has purposed you individually as a son and a daughter. He has predestined, he has called you to greatness. And the purpose that he gives you, it was put in you before your mother's womb. That's why I called it uncover, recover, and discover. Because sometimes you got to uncover, recover, and discover that which God has put inside of you. Amen. Let me show you biblically someone that it speaks of, that God spoke of. His name is Jeremiah. Jeremiah 1, verse 4 through 5, it says this. Then the word of the Lord came to me, that's Jeremiah saying, before, everyone say before, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. You with me today, 11-11. Abortion is not a political thing for me. It's a biblical thing. It's not. People throw all kinds of stuff, make it political. I'm going to tell you right now, it's not a political thing for J.O. It is a biblical thing for J.O. Because God knew you before the womb. He knew you before the womb. Guess what? He also did some amazing things. He called you and purposed you before the womb. Listen to what it says. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you. This is before he was born. Now, Jeremiah. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. God has called you and purposed you to do a great and amazing, individually, I believe, every one of you, specifically, before the womb. And so sometimes you just have to uncover, recover, and discover what that is. God has put inside each one of us his, his DNA, his call, 
his purpose. Well, well, well J.O., if, if he's done that, then why don't I know what it is? Because I, I, I ran into somebody last night that, that doesn't know. Why don't I know, J.O.? Well, I'm going to tell you, because we live in a fallen world. We are a fallen people, fallen nature. And then all of a sudden, the enemy comes in to try to kill and still and destroy your very purpose and your very nature. And all these things, sin, all this stuff begins to, 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 to delay and, and bring disillusionment when it comes to you fulfilling your great purpose and destiny that he's called you to do. And then there's a but God. And he interrupts. And I think he gets us back on track. And I believe it's time for those that don't know their God-given purpose that today the uncovering would begin, the recovering would begin, and the discovery would begin. Uh, an uncovering. Why, why uncovering? Because things have been buried in your life. Things got buried in my life. Sin buried my purpose. Pain buried my purpose. Hurt. Rejection. All those things begin to bury. So sometimes you have to dig it out and, 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 and as it were, uncover God's purpose for your life. And then you have this thing called recovery. It's like, the best way I could say it is that your purpose is like a, a, treasure, tre a, a treasure chest just full of beautiful gold and silver, but it got thrown into the depths of the sea. And in my case, it was not just in the depths of the sea. It was buried underneath the dirt of the depths of the sea. And sometimes you have to recover those things that uh, uh, the treasures that God has put in each one of us. There's an uncovering, there's a recovery. And then there's a discovering. A discovering is to find something or someone either on purpose by accident. I'm not talking about on accident today. I'm talking about each and every one of us intentionally pursuing in order to operate and walk out our purpose and functions in life. Uh, my purpose for my life was before my mother's womb. Let me, let me tell you a story. Things got you know, crazy for me, buried and, and covered and hidden and stolen and attempted to be destroyed. But I can tell you specifically, before either I was eight or before I was eight, I know it was, I know it was then because my parents got killed when I was eight. So it was before they were killed, I told my parents that I wanted to be a preacher very specifically, wanted to be a pre where Where do you think that came from? And then sin happened. And then death happened. And then addiction happened. And then all hell broke loose in my life happened. And I allowed the enemy to come and wreak and destroy my life through open or try to destroy my life through the doors uh, that I opened to the enemy. All this stuff happened, but then Jesus happened. Amen. Salvation happened. Water baptism happened. Baptism of the Holy, Holy Ghost happened. And the restoration began to take place. And then listen, then, listen. And then preacher happened. It was always there. But it had been buried, covered, 
tried to be destroyed. The world may distort your purpose. The enemy may try to kill and destroy your purpose. The devil may try to alter and delay your purpose, but there is not a snowball chance in hell that your purpose will be taken from you. Because it's signed, sealed, and delivered, it's yours. From God, from heaven, before your mother's womb, it's on you. But I'm here to help you, hopefully, to discover it, to maybe uncover it, whatever's happened in your life, the defeats, the letdowns, the rejections, the problems, the whatever it is that, that has delayed yours, I just hope today there'd be at least a beginning of the uncovering and the rescuing and the recovering and the discovering. And, and, and Growth Track is just one beautiful way that we feel like you can get in and this process begins. T.D. Jakes, my, my favorite preacher, he, 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 he says it this way, instinct is your GPS, the instinct that God puts inside of you. I remember my family, family members wanted me to be up in business, sales. I went to college, business. What I did in college was not typically business. It was called partying because I wasn't feeling business, baby. And then I changed to philosophy and, and did philosophy for, for a while. And, and I remember, then I got radically saved while I was in college. But I wrote my last paper to uh, my existentialism uh, professor. And I just said, you know, I'm just going to, I don't even remember what the subject was. But I, I wrote the paper, my final paper, and I just preached the gospel. I think her name was Miss Gala or something. I preached the gospel to her. I turned it. I just preached the entire, told her my testimony, preached the gospel on this paper, and I got a C minus. Do you think I care? I didn't care if it was an F minus. That wasn't what I was trying to do. I had found a purpose that I was going to live out that was much higher than philosophy. For me, business or whatever, man, God had rescued, saved me, and I had a purpose. And you have a purpose. See, a zoologist, he, that person, that zoologist may know everything about an animal. Everything. I mean, what they eat, where they live, how they breed, what they like, temperatures, what size they are, everything. But I'm going to tell you right now, that Zulu hunter knows where to find the animal because they have an instinct. They're hunters. And God has put an instinct in, look, look at me, look at me. He's put an instinct inside of you to know what God has called you to do. You may not know it right now, but it may need to be uncovered and recovered and discovered. But I'm going to tell you, it's inside of you. When I first got born again, I remember my brother coming to me and said, hey, you need to get a vision. You need to get a vision. I'm like 23. I'm like, I can't even spell vision. You need to get a vision. It used to bother me to get a vision. See, it wasn't just about me getting a vision. It was about me uncovering, recovering, and discovering that which was already there inside of me. And some of you, that needs to take place. I talked to someone last night, probably 40, 50 years old, that just have never known why they are here on earth. You see, when you are operating in your purpose, that's where you're going to be blessed. When you operate in your purpose, 
That's where you're going to thrive. You're going to wake up and say, hey, this is the day the Lord hath made. I shall rejoice in it. That's the place that you'll prosper. That's the place that you're gifted at. But so many times in this life we go, well, this is just a job I got. It's the only job I could find and so forth and so on. And that's, that's nothing wrong with that. But I think as you walk with God, he wants to help you discover his purpose that he's put up on your life. And I'm not telling anybody at the heart of City Church, go ahead and you know, quit all your jobs. That'd be crazy. You lost your mind. No, but I'm saying that God may even have a different, like if you're a preacher right now, you're a pastor, but you're called to be in business, you know what I tell you to do? Stop pastoring, stop preaching, get in business. If that's what God's called you to do, that's what you should do. Because that's where you're going to thrive. That's where you're going to be fully alive when you're operating your God-given purpose. Are you feeling me today? Do I have your best ear? That's where you're going to be breathing. You're going to know why you're breathing, why your passion. Well, growth track is one of those things that can help you uncover that. Once again, it's not the only thing. We just feel like at Heart of the City Church... It's the primary way because there's many roots that can lead off of the growth track that can help you discover your God-given purpose, recover, and, uh, uh, and come to a realization of why you're here on earth. Let me, let me give you some examples. By getting rooted in the local body of Christ, rooted, everyone say rooted. I'm not saying come once a month occasionally, just like, hey, I'm here at J.O., don't see you for six months. I'm talking about being rooted, family, where you're rooted. That's where you're going to be fruitful. It will change your life. I've been doing it for over 30 years. It will change your life when you get serious and you get rooted. Amen. What's those things in the, the, in the desert that I hit? Tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds, man. Tumbleweeds. Driving to Tri-City. Tumbleweeds. They get under your car. All of a sudden, you're like, like, what's underneath my car? A tumbleweed. You know how much fruit it has on it? None. You know why? You know how much root it has on it? None. It's blown around by the wind. Tumbleweed, baby. God's not looking for tumbleweeds. He wants you to be a tree planted by rivers of water, bringing forth fruit in season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever you do shall prosper. That's, that's what I'm talking about, knowing your purpose. Walking in that ditch, watching in, walking in that vein, what God's called uh, you to do. God has powerful ways to help you discover your purpose. Let me give you a few of them today that can root out of, out, remember now, out of the growth track. Let me give you an example. Everyone say knowledge and instruction. That doesn't even sound very exciting. Knowledge and instruction, yeah, knowledge and instruction. But it's so important. Like, for example, let me give you a little hint on knowledge. If you, didn't, if you walked in here today and didn't know that you, before your mother's womb, God put purpose on your life, that's a bit of knowledge you should know. You follow me? The Bible says in Hosea, just a very little, little, little part of a scripture, Hosea 4, 6, the first part of it, it says this. It says, for my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Not the lack of faith. Not the lack of believing, not the lack of believing, loving Jesus, but the lack of knowledge. After I got born again, I was in Eureka, California, the church that I love dearly, Gospel Outreach. Um, my, my pastor and ratings pastor was Jim Durkin. 
and I went to a class. The class, the gentleman's passed on now. His name was Ed Abernathy. But he was like a five-fold teacher. And he was teaching on fear. I went to the class, and I'm like, fear? I don't have any fears. I'm coming out of the bodybuilding world and bouncing. I just don't have no fears. And I sat in there and listened to the knowledge and the instruction of this guy just teaching, laying it out. And you know what I realized? I realized I was buried in fear. Layers and layers. I was worse than Shrek, baby. Just Heal me. I was just layered, buried in fear. I didn't even know it. I was so deceived. I was so blinded to that. But it was the knowledge and the instruction of this guy, just sharing. And you know what it did? It began to unbury that area of my life so that I could understand that I had a purpose and I had a destiny. But it took someone else helping me to see and to instruct and, and, and to give me the knowledge to, to set me free. And I tell you another time, my, my older brother and his best friend, which is one of my good friends now for like 35 years, they started talking to me about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, well, you know, I got born again, water baptized and baptism of the Holy Spirit. I didn't fully understand it, but they began to instruct me in it. And then they laid hands on me to receive it. And all of a sudden, man, my life was turned upside down for Jesus Christ like never before. Why? Because baptism of the Holy Spirit. Baptism of fire. There was something that took place inside of me that was very powerful and spiritual that wasn't there. But it came about through instruction. That can happen and begin to take place even in something called growth track that can help you walk in your God-given purpose. Another one is this. We are a prophetic people at Heart of the City Church. We believe we are a presence people. We believe in the prophetic ministry. And I know that prophetic ministry can absolutely help uncover the purpose of God in your life. Let me give you an example. Radine and I had been married only for a very short time. And there was prophets from New York that was in Eureka that were ministering at our church. And so we were married, but the, 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 the gathering was for single adults and young adults. And so like good Christians, we snuck in. <laughs> snuck in the back. I'm like, we just sneaking in. And one of the prophets called me out. And he began to prophesy that I would be a prophetic teacher. And I'm like, I don't even really know what that is, but I believe it, I receive it. And do you know that began to form and uncover and help me discover my purpose in life? Just a prophetic word. There was a guy named Samuel that came to Jesse's house looking to anoint the king. It was a prophetic ministry time. And all of a sudden, he looks at Eliab, and he says, oh, this must be the dude, tall, good-looking, firstborn. And God looks at him and says, no, this is not the dude. You look upon the appearance. I look upon the heart, not him. And he goes to this one. He goes to this one. Goes. He's like, hey, you got any more boys? It's none of these. Yeah, 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 I got the little stank shepherd boy out there in the, in, in the field. Go get David. Brings David in. And Samuel's like, bam! This is the guy. 
He anoints him to be the king of Israel, the greatest king that's ever been on the face of the earth. All began, all be, began through prophetic ministry. Are you feeling me? That takes place when you're rooted in a church. God begins to speak. Your life begins to change. Begin to walk and unfold, discover, recover, uncover God's purpose for your life. I can't tell you the importance like in, this, in the growth track, you meet different leaders. I can't tell you the importance of connecting with other leaders and how that can impact your purpose in life. Let me, let me give you an example. Listen to me. There's one guy on the face of the earth that God has used more than anyone else when it comes to our purpose and destiny. Just the connection. Radian and I were married, and even before we were married, we were asked to take over the youth ministry, and we just said yes. We just want to serve Jesus. We said yes to the elders, and we began uh, being the youth pastors there in Eureka, California. The elders sent me to this place called, back in the day, it was called Bible Temple. And they had this thing called School of Youth Ministry. I went to the School of Youth Ministry for about a week or four days. And the guy teaching it, he literally kind of bugged me. <laughs> At the beginning of it, he just kind of bugged me. You should be careful when people, if I bug you, it might not be a bad bug. <laughs> it might be a bug that might just move you a little bit toward what God has for you, maybe. Well, his name was Bob McGregor. I actually thought he looked like Fred Flintstone. And, and he just kind of bugged me. By the end of the week, I had fallen in love with him. Went back to Eureka. He began to check on me and redeem, see how we were doing. We had about three people in the youth ministry. We started practicing the, the things that they taught us and went to like 30 kids. We created this, this garage called Youth of Today and all these young people would come. And he, every year I'd go back to school of youth ministry. I'd take more teams of people. Bob became like my pops in the Lord. And then all of a sudden we're moving out of, of California into Idaho. He connects me with a guy named Ken Wild. Ken Wild. I meet with Ken Wild, and, and before you know it, I'm on staff at Capital Christian Center back in the day in Boise and Meridian area. We're, we're there, and it's part of our destiny. And then Pastor Bob and Sue plant a church, and God speaks to me. You're to serve there, and we go from Boise, Meridian area. We move to Vancouver, actually Ridgefield, Vancouver, Washington. We served there seven years underneath his ministry, and then, then guess what? We're the first USA church plant to, 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 to be sent out of City Harvest, and that's part of the city church 15 years later. How God used connecting with other leaders. Now, 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 now listen to this one. Listen to this one. In April, Radin and I are to be ministering in Arizona at our first church plant. River City, right? Our first church plant probably. How long has that been? Six, seven years ago. Guess who's going to be ministering with us there at River City? Pastor Bob and Sue McGregor like the grandparents of that church plant. The importance of connecting with leaders. Some of you might be right in the midst of doing what God's called you to do. You know what I would say? Continue. 
But if it's not, be open to recover and discover what God has for you. I can tell you right now, let me give you the power of purpose. My wife is a writer, bro. It was in her, on her, before her mother's womb. I, my wife, like, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. My wife, like, writes every day, huh? She writes. She, she, she competed when she was little, wrote this poem or story of her dad, and, and it won. And Man, she's a writer. And then this year, 2020, she wrote her first book, and literally hundreds of them have been sold. And it's just like, she is just called. She does many things. She's a great wife and preach and teach. And, but I'm telling you right now, her primary purpose, she is a writer from birth. And you know what's cool about the prophetic ministry that was spoken over her how many times reading multiple times that's the power of you operating in your God-given purpose and if you're just like life just is not happening for me man every job I've ever had I, I don't like this is not well, just begin to ask God. I believe that he wants to recover. He wants to discover. You know, the, one of the greatest things that you can do to discover your purpose is start serving. Did you know that? Next week, it's about teams. and It's about making a difference and, and getting on a team. I'm going to tell you right now, all we did was say yes to youth ministry, and God just began to do something. When you, let me give you the, 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 the power of serving. Anybody ever heard of Nehemiah before? Anybody ever heard of Nehemiah? You know what he was? He was a cupbearer. You know what cupbearers did? Anybody know what cupbearers did? What did they do? Huh? Yeah. King's getting ready to drink a glass of wine. Hey, 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 yo, let me drink it first. Let me see if I die. If I die, you don't drink this because it's poisonous. So Nehemiah would drink the wine. Oh, you good, you good, you good. Right? He was faithful at what he did. It was a cupbearer. But then all of a sudden he heard about, listen to me, he heard about Jerusalem. Now he's serving. He has a ministry. It's cupbearing. But I'm going to tell you right now, that wasn't his primary purpose in life. That wasn't his God-given purpose. He faith, young people, whatever you're doing right now, you should do it diligently. You should be on time for work. You should work hard, have a good, good name and a good work ethic. Everyone said, amen. amen. You should do that. Working is not part of the curse. Working was part of working before even the curse in the garden. God put him in there to, to, to till the garden before the curse. So don't look at work and go, oh, it's just a curse. It's not a curse. But you should, you should work hard at it. Nehemiah worked hard. He was a hard worker at what he did. But listen. He heard about Jerusalem and the shambles of it, the walls being torn down, Jerusalem being destroyed, and he goes to the king. The first time he ever went to the king's sad, king's like, what's going on? He says, hey, Jerusalem is, man, I want to go back there and I want to help my peoples. I want to go back there and rebuild Jerusalem. The, the king gave him permission, and he goes back and he begins to serve. Anybody ever heard of a ministry before? You ever heard that word ministry? Where do you think a ministry comes from? Oh, man, I guess one day I'll get on TV and I'll have a big old ministry. That's not how it happens. You know what ministry is? Ministry is you find a need and you fulfill it. That's it. That's a ministry. 
That's a find a need and fulfill it. If you get that down, I'm going to tell you right now, that can be a door opening up for you to fulfill your purpose. So Nehemiah, here's the, here's, here's the need. Jerusalem is being destroyed. He goes back and he begins rebuilding Jerusalem. I mean, it is an awesome story. Walls, people taking this gate, people taking this section, all the, Jerusalem's being rebuilt. How many know if you're doing something good, everyone's not excited about that? Sam Bellet and Tobai and all these people start writing letters. Hey, 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 and trying to get, distract him, accuse him. And he's like, hey, I am not meeting with you guys. I'm not meeting. I'm doing a good thing. I'm going to stay on the wall. I'm doing a good thing. Don't you distract me. Because I'm going to tell you right now, people will try to distract you to get you off the wall, to get you to do something that you shouldn't be doing. But he continued to serve. He rebuilt Jerusalem. And guess what? He became... He became the governor. I think from him finding the ministry and him willing to serve, he discovered his God-given purpose. So many people, they want to start up here when you should be faithful whatever gives you, God gives you right here. And don't allow offenses to set you back. See, we have to work with God to fulfill our purpose. But I tell you right now, I think offenses just absolutely delay and cause people to be disillusioned when it comes to fulfilling. See, when you get offended, guess what you do? You leave. And you start floating around here two years, here two years, here two years, two years. And all of a sudden, you don't take care of offenses. And it's like, it's going to be hard for you to fulfill God's purpose for your life. Do you know that every relationship you're ever going to be in is going to be tested? Every relationship you're ever, ever going to be in, you're going to be offended. Every relationship. Just, just think about your wife next to you. If, you're, if you've never had a fight with your wife or offended at your wife, please come and talk to me. I want to know how you do it. I want to know how you do it. But I'm just saying that every relationship you're ever, ever going to have is going to be tested. Don't allow offenses to delay God's purpose in your heart and your life. 